Paychecks in the Office listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. This is State of Emergency. What's up, everyone? It's Chicks in the Office with Rianne Fran giving you that Friday energy on a Monday. This is a big week because we are moving to three episodes, everybody. Usually you get your Monday, Thursday episode this week. It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the rest of time, for eternity. So be prepared. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Three episodes this week, Francesca. We are moving up in the world. If your friends are not on the Chicks in the Office, try and tell them to get aboard because... Like I said, three episodes, Bachelorette's coming back. Yeah. Chugga, 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 That's exactly what I needed. The Bachelorette is coming back this week. Now, listen, let's preface. Yeah. Let's, let's, we set up the situation. It is currently 524 p.m. on Sunday. So if you're listening to this, it's probably Monday, Tuesday, whatever. It is 524 p.m. Sunday. The Lakers heat game. Game six of the NBA finals is on at 730. Now, if LeBron James doesn't fucking step up (laughs) for the Lakers and the Heat wins. Yeah. We don't get a Bachelorette premiere on Tuesday. I am very torn because I have loved watching this Heat team. And who doesn't love a game seven? Game sevens are great. Mm -hmm. But in this case... It's just the worst thing that could happen. We have been waiting for the Bachelorette for so long. And it's actually crazy to see these tweets. Like, you know, Trent was tweeting about it. Rob Mills retweeted him being like, hey, I presented this to them already saying that they should have moved game seven to ESPN if it was a possibility, but here we are. So, you know, Rob, he knew something like this was was possibly going to happen, but you know what? Let's just hope. That when everybody is listening to this, this is a this is a no problem. This isn't even a problem because the the Lakers won and the Bachelorette is on as scheduled. As of Sunday, I, I am the biggest Lakers fan. And yeah. should should we just record two different versions of this? Like if the Lakers win <laughs> and if the Lakers lose. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yes, the Lakers won. Woo! The Bachelorette premieres on Tuesday. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Oh, the Heat won. Another week to no, wait? Another week. What the 
fuck? I'm so pissed off. I've been waiting for the Bachelor to come back. Now we got to deal with the game seven. Uh, Noah's happy because he has another week to prepare for our live. Not even like it's on Wednesday. It's a whole extra week. It's a whole extra week. God damn it. What are we doing here? Uh, All right. So we got two versions. Okay. We know <laughs> what we're feeling if either of those things happen. Correct. Correct. <laughs> feeling good about it. Oh, but- I also want to say that we... I've been doing a little bracket on Chicks in the Office on the Instagram. People are voting. We're doing most, you know, most dramatic season. And I just, I don't know if it's recency bias or maybe people didn't watch some of the older seasons, but the final is Hannah B against Peter. And, you know, we knocked out Caitlin. We knocked out Ari early on. And, you know, Caitlin was the second round, but, if we're talking about straight up what happened on the season, Caitlyn's season was one of the most wild ones. Really, like of what went down on the show. Like, yes, there was an engagement at the end, but with Nick coming in and the sex and everything, you know, it was it was crazy. Ari straight up proposed to the different to a different girl. Like he he backtracked on his proposal. I know what happened after Hannah and after Peter was very dramatic, like, you know, after the final rose, things like that. But the actual season, both ended pretty normally. And Ari straight up took back a proposal. (laughs) Yeah, I've been pretty shocked at the results as well. I, when I was voting, I was just clicking through whatever because I just wanted to see what the results are, even though I could have just logged on to our chicks. I voted and was floored. Yeah. Every time I clicked, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, I think it's just mm, probably a lot of people that are in my boat, like re- a yeah. recent viewer in the last few yeah. years. But also like when I think about it, I don't think that Hannah Brown's season was the most dramatic season. Right. I think Peter's I get- season was more dramatic than Hannah's, but I also think right. Ari's season was more dramatic. You, like you said, he literally yeah. chose somebody else and then was like, mm, never mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking, I'm taking it back. And, you know, I guess that, I guess that, it's hard to ignore, obviously, all the stuff that happened after. So that does factor into it with Jed and the girlfriend and the whole thing. So I get it that that obviously adds a much more dramatic element. But just from a soul start to finish season situation, I don't know. Some of these I was pretty surprised. But we'll see who comes out on top between Hannah and Peter. We shall see. Now, yeah. Francesca, how was your weekend? What's going on? Anything you want to bring up? The floor is yours. Um, uh, it's been a nice weekend, little little ladies weekend in um in Saratoga. I climbed a mountain today, which was a lot of energy. But the you know life's climb, but the view is great, as they say. The, 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 it was a climb, and the view was great. <laughs> it was we got up to the top. It was beautiful. Uh, you got to see, see it, like George. Like we did a very. It was a very nice trail. Uh, hike one would say I didn't fall which was a miracle and all in all it's been uh pretty nice how about you little miss Maria oh I love when you call me that um (laughs) I'm in pigtails right now which yeah I know I think that's why I did it (laughs) it's funny because I went out to dinner Saturday night last night and we were with a few people and my half of the table got carded 
but the other half didn't. And I was yeah. like, what? And then I was like, wait a second. I'm wearing yeah. pigtails. Of course they asked me for my ID. I'm 15 at this table. Yeah. Like this totally yeah. makes sense. Cause at first I was like, wait, what? Like what? I'm clearly with a group of above age people. Like yeah. what's going on? And then I realized I'm wearing pigtails. <laughs> that would make sense. That would make sense. Exactly. Um, painfully hungover, but that's, we just keep moving along. You know along. what? Yep. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. You just keep moving just, along. Feeling exactly. good. Exactly. Eating good food still, going to restaurants in New York City. Kind of, it's weird. It's If you're from New York City or you live in New York City, you understand that, you know, usually, and I'm sure that it's kind of the same in every state or, you know, yeah. kind of varies yeah. on the situation, but you go to dinner, right? And then afterwards, yeah. everyone has a buzz. And you're just like, all right, we're going home now. See ya. And, yeah. and or you like, um, I was walking around like the West Village the other night, and I was like, this brings me back to when I was in high school and we didn't have a house to go to, and you would just get drunk right. walking along the streets. And it's kind of like it's fun, brings you back, but you're also like, why am I even putting myself through the torture of having a hangover tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's been, it, it it's a very interesting situation that uh, that we're still in so yeah for sure um so you said that you wanted to bring up world mental health day and then i was like i was like i don't know like my mental health is really bad and then you were like well ria that's probably why we should bring it up (laughs) (laughs) that my friend is the point because i'm sure everybody saw you know there was tons and tons of posts on this you know this weekend of people talking about world mental health day and I just wanted it not doesn't even necessarily to be as focused on us as it is a reminder to our listeners to like, you know, take care of yourself, take care of yeah, your mental health. Absolutely. And if you feel like you're like alone right now, just know I'm struggling hard, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I yeah. am struggling. So if you're struggling, don't be like, oh, Rhea's struggling too. Many people yeah. are going through the same thing, but it's important to take the steps to, you know, help that. I talked about, I started going to therapy, you know, things like that, just to do whatever you can to make sure that you're putting your mental health in the best case scenario, because if you don't treat it nicely, then it's not going to treat you nicely back. Yeah, exactly. And if you're feeling down or struggling or not quite sure where, where to turn, you know, I hope that you feel comfortable enough reaching out to people or asking for help. It's, it's never wrong to ask for help never no never you have to sometimes yeah. you just have to um exactly yeah. so just a little reminder to all those people out there to make sure you're taking care of yourself and you know your brain is very important take care of it it is very important that's why i want to take a break from social media but <laughs> me and fran were talking about how I want to have Fran run my social media. I might just like take a, her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For like a week or something. Just Maybe so I'll just I like could. drop little hints to see if people notice that it's me. Instead yeah. of and you can start responding to them just because I feel like I, I just like need a break from it. Everywhere I turn, I'm comparing myself to somebody. Somebody's yeah. saying something to me that I end up getting so upset about. Then I'm like, I want to like fight back with people. But then I'm like, what's the point? I did, yeah. Just I'm just consuming way too, too much. You're consuming way too much. Way too much i'm I, too many people's energies are getting into my space and yeah. i've yep. gotta gotta cut that shit off um yep. so maybe frank will be taking over my social media for uh sometime soon yeah i, I'd I be would be happy to <laughs> yeah 
that would be a thrill. Just a little yeah. change up. And maybe I'll yep. just go on France and maybe I'll feel yeah. better. <laughs> so who knows? Um, yeah. All right. I think it's time to get into today's topics. Like I said, yes. just a reminder, three episodes a week. So we will not be having an episode on Thursday, but we will be having an episode on Wednesday and Friday for the rest of time. Let your friends know, subscribe, rate, review, Chicks in the Office, better than ever, new logo coming soon. I'm excited about that as well. Yeah, me too. Let's right. do it. Let's get into today's topics. We have Cardi B and Offset showing some PDA towards each other after, you know, they got a, they were divorced, got a divorce, <laughs> but apparently they're together right now. Kristen Cavallari was seen out with a new man. Maddie from The Bachelor was seen out on a date with NBA player Michael Porter Jr. E! News and Access Hollywood are having <laughs> a battle of the lot, which, uh, you know, doesn't sound interesting at first, but then when you start reading into it, it's a little juicy. News yeah. networks going against each other. Chrissy Teigen makes her return to social media. And I think that's it. Yeah, that is. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> oh, my God, Fran. That was sick. <laughs> so let's get into it. Starting off with Cardi B and Offset. has been cheering for healthcare professionals all along and especially during the coronavirus pandemic. Their mission is to celebrate healthcare professionals and make sure they have the awesome scrubs they need to perform their best. Figs is focused on design, function, and comfort. Figs proprietary Phionics fabric features Silvador antimicrobial and four-way stretch technology. They're also moisture wicking, anti-wrinkle, and liquid repellent and are ridiculously soft. They have Tons of pockets, which I think is very important if you're working in the medical field. You know, you got a stethoscope, pens, a pen light, scissors, tape, alcohol pads, whatever it is that you carry, you got it with these pockets. It's also ridiculously comfortable and soft and good looking. These are scrubs that you're not going to, you know, you're going to feel good in them. You're going to feel comfortable. I know that my sister, she uses these scrubs at her job and it just, it, she says they're the best. Everybody uses them. Everybody's on the on the figs train because they're the best scrubs possible. Every set of figs features four-way stretch technology and innovative details designed to improve fit and comfort like yoga waistbands. Figs also does the right thing. Whether it's donating over 35,000 sets of scrubs to hospitals hardest hit by the coronavirus or do- donating $100,000 to organizations that support Black Americans pursuing careers in medicine, Figs shows up for their community. They've also donated $100,000 to the Frontline Responders Fund to help ship PPE and supplies. And they push up international shipping to the UK, Australia, and Canada, so everyone can wear figs. Like I said, they're the most comfortable brand that you can find of scrubs. So if you're a medical professional, you're working in the field, maybe you have a a friend, a family member, let them know that you will get 15% off your first order using code CHICKS15 at checkout. And if you're not working on the front lines, like I said, think of someone in your life that is, and figs will give you 50% off too. Head to wearfigs, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter code CHICKS15 at checkout for 15% off your first order. Get ready to love your comfortable scrubs. 
Once upon a time, we thought Cardi B and Offset were getting a divorce, but these two are back at it showing PDA for Cardi B's birthday party, and Offset got her a pretty expensive gift. You know, I'm kind of convinced that Cardi B's birthday is just like a, a, a hall pass day. Like, they're like... They're like, we're still getting a divorce, but it's my birthday. So let's just pretend that everything is good. <laughs> Do you feel like it's that it's that way for celebrities' birthdays in general? Kind of. Like it's like, ah, oh, let's let's like ignore all of our real problems and just like pretend that everything's fine. Cause it's my birthday and I want to party and have fun and forget about all of our problems so she's you know, just making out with offset and lap dance partying built cart offsets getting her billboards see that's all fun and games until the next day when you're fucking miserable when you realize you're not together anymore okay right I've had the situation happen to me where somebody pretended to still like me on my birthday got me a gift and everything this is not mm, him yes. by the way Got me a gift and I had people come to my house for my birthday. And then the next day he was like, I don't want to be with you. And I was like, I don't want this gift anymore then. Like, oh, you, you, we were together yesterday on my birthday and I got this stupid gift from you. I don't want it anymore. Now you, the next day after my birthday, don't be nice to me just because of my birthday. If you don't like me on my birthday, then you don't like me. So maybe it's different for Cardi B and Offset, though, because they have a kid together. (laughs) And I feel like they just go back to each other anyway, just for fun. They're like, we want some birthday sex. Why not? And Cardi B's not going to not have Offset at her birthday. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. They're just going to pretend like life is totally fine and forget about it because you just feel like celebrities go so, so wild and out for their birthdays and where they just want to have a fucking awesome time and don't really care about any of the consequences. Yeah. And I also think it's funny that we saw all this news about Cardi and Offset and they didn't have a prenup and who was going to get the money and this, that, the other thing. And then Offset just gets her a very expensive car. Right. Right. I, I kind of feel like we're going to be seeing this song and dance with these two for like a very long time. Like they can say that they're broken up. They can say that they're split up. They can, you know, but th- I I don't think they're ever really going to be. <laughs> Maybe they date other people, but that there's still going to be something. Part of me thinks that they say that they break up to the public so that nobody else can suspect anything and say, oh, Cardi Offset's cheating on you. Offset, Cardi B's cheating on right, you. Right, right. They don't have the public opinion weighing in on their relationship when they say, oh, we're broken up. So whatever they do flies. It's not like anybody sneaking around. When they're together, their actions right. all, of a, all of a sudden become their partner's actions and they're always being talked about in that way. So I feel like, to be safe, they break up because they're tired of the of of fighting and being together in that sense. Yes. But they still have a they connection and they yes. still have a child together and they right. still have a past. And they don't have to worry about any kind of possible like cheating headlines if maybe they're they agree to still see each other, but they're okay with each other seeing other people too. You know? Right. Like where they're still okay and they're fine, but like if offset is out is seen out with other girls or Cardi B is seen out, whatever that it just seems like a normal thing because they're both single or as far as we know, you know, so that it, it, it makes sense, but she looked like she had a great time. 
She did look like she had a great time. Let's talk about for a second the fact that she is 28 years old. Yeah, yeah. The fact that Cardi B is 28 years old forever she blows so my mind. Young. I know. She's so young. It's the same with Meg The Stallion is so young. Oh They're so young. Don't even get me started. Meg The Stallion is so young. And yeah. I'm just like, they just seem so mature in their age. Like, Cardi yeah. B seems like she could be 40 years old. Right. <laughs> like, if I had to make a guess of what age Cardi B was, I probably would have said, like, 35. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't re- I didn't think of... I thought I was still around the same age, but Megan Thee Stallion is younger than I am. <laughs> How old is she? That's wild. Is she my she's 20, age? She's 25. No, no. Oh. She's, <laughs> I was like, she's, like, six months... She's, six, like, six months younger than I am. Her birthday's in February. Oh, but okay. Born in 1995. Would, you guys would have been in the same... No, you would have been no. in the grade older. Yep. Yeah. Cut off. The cutoff is like December. Uh, what is it? Yeah. December. Yeah. Depends on your state. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> yeah. We definitely don't have to get into that. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. It's different yeah. everywhere you go. But it, it, yes, it is really. It is that is crazy. And twenty eight lived a lot of life, but that's, that's why cool. she's just fucking partying yeah. her ass off. Clearly with Offset, Successful and that billboard was pretty pitches. cute. The billboard from Culture. It was pretty cute. People yeah. were like, oh, is Offset trying to win Cardi back and this, that, the other thing? <laughs> Doesn't really seem like he has to do too much. Yeah, I don't think he has to win her back. I think he <laughs> yeah, already did, has Did he ever her, really but... leave, it seems like, is the question. Because I don't, maybe he didn't. <laughs> I always think back to that video of Offset. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I think you could just look up like Offset hiding his phone. And I'm sure you can find it. There was a video of Offset playing video games and he's on his phone and then he hears Cardi B walking through the door and he immediately starts panicking and like starts trying to like hide his phone and he just he can't get it in his pocket. So he just puts it under, <laughs> puts it under his butt and sits on it. And then Cardi B walks in the room and then when she walks back out, he takes it out under and then starts like laughing and giggling at his phone again. I'm just like. Offset wasn't even trying to hide the fact that he was cheating because right. this is straight up on video. Right, right. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're looking that sus with your phone, probably there's probably some kind something of going on. Yeah, exactly. There's some kind of knowledge or agreement that has been made between the two of them. Yeah. At this point, they have to. There's a clause. Yeah. For sure. For sure. A couple loopholes. <laughs> Kristen Cavallari is moving on from her relationship with Jay Cutler, not a Cardi B and Offset situation where we're no. seeing her partying with Jay Cutler again. She was seen out with a, a comedian, Jeff Dye. Looks like they may have been kissing. Maybe they're just spending some time together. Yeah. And you know what? As they should be, I feel like the split is very clear. They have been serious about it. You know, we saw Jay post her cookbook and congratulations of the you know the new book coming out but 
they're definitely, we know, separated. And she is living her life. She's kissing this comedian. And I feel like this is just a, a very fair next move for Krista Cavallari. I also want to acknowledge that, you know, she's gotten, she's been getting her I'm single thirst traps up on Instagram and they're great. They're fantastic posts, but they're, you know, it's the classic, like, Oh, she's single now post, you know, she had a great ass picture that she posted on Instagram. She looks so fire. I was like, damn, Christine Cavallari. That is a single girl post looking damn good. Yep. Exactly. And a little bit about Jeff Dye. It appears he, you know, he is a comedian he has hosted two series for um, MTV. He's appeared on Girl Code, and he was a finalist on the sixth season of Last Comic Standing. Um, he's perfor- yeah, he's performed at tons of um, stand-up events and festivals, and he was a recurring cast member on Extreme Makeover Home Edition at one point, which is interesting. <laughs> move that bus yeah he just he's done like a bunch of hosting stuff um he is oh he hosted mtv's club new year's eve 2013 live from times square oh he's also the star of drunk on a plane music video by dirk bentley so if you watch the drunk on a plane music video are you gonna read his entire resume i'm I'm reading his (laughs) wikipedia yeah, I'm just, you know, interesting. He's done a bunch of kind of hilarious things. Um, on the He was on the 2016 reality show Better Late Than Never as the tour organizer and suitcase holder for William Shatner, Terry Bradshaw, George Foreman, and Henry Winkler while they toured Asia. Tour organizer and suitcase holder. I feel, I wonder if that is like luggage pull adjacent. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe trying right. to be dating Kristen Cavallari if he keeps this up. Yeah, he then he's returned to Better Late Than Never in 2017, 2018. And he is the host of a podcast, Jeff Dye's Friendship Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. So now he is uh, dating or not, who knows? <laughs> he might not be dating Kristen Cavallari, but they're making out at, in Chicago. So I'm sure he's happy about that. Yeah, I hope that Kristen Cavallari just plays the field. You know, you're with Jay she for should. a long time. She you should hook up with this should. guy, hook up with that guy, hook up with another guy. Yeah. Why not? Respectfully kiss as many people as you would like. Yeah, respectfully. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's, I imagine that's not e- something that's easy for Jay to see, but also Jay probably does not give a fuck. <laughs> Oh, I, I just feel I'm like the kind the of person Jay is. <laughs> I'm under the impression he doesn't give a fuck about anything. Right. I'm under the impression that he's like, cool. Good for you, Kristen. And that's, that's it. As long as he can be with whoever he wants, I feel like he does not care. Exactly. Like if he can just live his life on the farm, with the chickens, chickens, the cows. He's got that cow named Hank now. Very cute. So mm. I wonder if he um, named it after Hank. Yes, he is. He's a handsome little cow. I will say, Aww. they're two very cute cows. So, as long as he can do those things, I really don't think he has a complaint in the world.
friend. Yeah. You know what I love? Yes. What? I love my high student loan payment. Oh, <laughs> don't we all? Just kidding. I don't. <laughs> I actually hate it. I hate that I have a high student loan payment. And you know what? No one has ever said they love them ever because why would you love that? The only thing that you would love is if you can lower your interest rate and your payment and you can do that with earnest. If you've been making the same monthly payment on your student loans for the last couple of years, odds are you can reduce your payment and save it by refinancing with earnest. Even if you've refinanced before with today's low rate environment, most people could save by refinancing again. Checking your new rate is fast and easy to start. Complete a few questions online. It only takes two minutes. Then you'll get a personalized rate estimate without affecting your credit score, which is important. Want to change your monthly payment, combine many loans into easy one payment or get a better rate? Earnest makes it easy. Plus, there's no origination fee or any other fees. And everyone loves Earnest. They have a 9.4 out of 10 on Trustpilot. Seems like a pretty good score to me. If we were going off the pizza scale, 9.4 would be a very high score. So for them to have that on Trustpilot means they're doing a good job. And now you can get a $100 cash bonus when you refinance a student loan with earnest.com slash chicks. Once again, you get $100 cash bonus when you refinance your student loan at earnest.com slash chicks. It is not available in all states. Visit earnest.com slash chicks for more details. Terms and conditions apply. Earnest student loan refinance loans are made by Earnest Operations LLC NMLS number 1204917. California refinancing law license number 6054788. 302nd Suite 401 North San Francisco, California 94107. Visit earnest.com slash licenses for a full list of license states. It looks like Maddie from The Bachelor has a new guy in her life. Michael Porter Jr., he is a NBA player, also got himself in some hot water in recent months because he was claiming that coronavirus was like a hoax. So it's a confusing situation. He's he's fairly outspoken and just like even as not to get too much into the basketball of it all, but he um, has always been pretty outspoken in not a good way um like even in the playoffs you know he's doing post-game interviews talking about how they're not uh spreading the ball around enough basically insinuating that you know he is was not touching the ball enough um you know he's on the Nuggets, so it, it's it it's an interesting it, it came out of nowhere honestly i don't really think anybody knew that there was any kind of situation going on between the two of them but his sister posted an Instagram. Um, uh, it looked like they were on a little double date. They were seen, you know, cuddled up to another in, in pictures that, like I said, his his sister Brie Porter and her husband are in. And she had wrote, my fave double date was what the caption was. And Maddie replied, love you in the comments. And, you know, she's very much like holding hands with with Michael he's got his arm around her her hand is holding his hand and the the picture is very cute but also hilarious cuz she just looks so small <laughs> like she just looks so incredibly small <laughs> which is not surprising because he's the family of tall people <laughs> Someone pointed out to me that he looks like the male version of Addison Ray, and now I can't unsee it. Wow. I did not. Let me take a closer look because I feel like 
I got to really look at it now. Yeah. Now Let's everyone, if you're listening, search him because we need to oh. come to an, an understanding if this man looks like Addison Ray. But somebody did DM me and was like, am I going I, crazy or does this guy look I, like Addison Ray? I kind of see it just like in the smile and the eyes a little bit. Yes, definitely. But then, you know, obviously other than that, there's no similarities, but, but, right. but yes, I, I, I can see, I can see the comparison for sure. So, you know, it also just makes sense that Madison would date a basketball player. Just feel like that is the route she would take. Very true. She looked yeah. amazing. I love her jeans and her outfit for the double she looks date. Very cute, yeah. Very cute, but also she looks insanely tiny. It is, it is hilarious. So tiny. Yeah, like the the fact you pointed out is just spot on. She looks insanely small. Yeah, it's you gotta go. Look I feel at like she's pretty tall. Something. No. Um. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, she she played basketball herself. We know that, obviously. Um, and has a lot of basketball ties. So that's what I'm saying. Dating a basketball player just feels like that makes sense. I wonder if they have like uh, like a listed height for her. It says 5'5". Five, 5'5"? Five. Five, five. Yeah, that's not that's not that tall. No, no. That's that's. I feel like that's height. an average height. Yeah, you're, yeah exactly. You're a little taller than 5'5", five, five, I think. Oh. Um... <laughs> You're like, let me think about that. Am I? You know, the last time I did get my height measured, I was about five, five and three quarters. Really? Sometimes I round up and say five, six, but I also feel like maybe that was a little tall. So I'm, I'm, you know, somewhere in the middle, but like, it's still, still very, very average. So you're working with a good height. Yes, very much so. Where if I that was me in that picture, I would also look very, very tiny. I think anybody's going to look tiny next to this man. But what you were saying about Madison dating a, a basketball player, I feel like it was only a matter of time. Of course, she's exactly. going to date a basketball player. She's probably going to marry a basketball player. Her family probably doesn't want right. her to be with anybody unless they're playing basketball. So Right. And they'll have like beautiful children that all play basketball and the cycle will just continue. Yeah, maybe they'll make an NBA star. Yeah, it's just feel like that's the way to get my, you know, Michael Porter Jr. comes from an NBA family. So it definitely, it definitely makes sense. And this seems like 100% confirmed relationship if they're doing double dates with the sibling and, you know, she's saying love you to the sister. Like that's, that's your boyfriend. Yeah. What do you feel about like his, like, I think like the coronavirus stuff really sticks out to me, but. He, I don't know. Maybe yeah. he's just, he's a young, he's what, 22 years old? He's young. Well, yeah. well I would say, he, I'm like, oh, he's young. Like, that's literally like, we're the same age, basically. So yes. I don't really feel like there's an excuse for that. It's kind of crazy because you're like, wait, does Madison, like, how does Madison feel about this? But who knows? I'm sure there's way more, you know, it's their relationship. We don't really know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he's some, right. I think he's like a young idiot that like, put on black like put on a blast a conspiracy theory that was ridiculous and even even when he was coming out of the draft like he was kind of he had some injuries and so he had dropped in the draft people thought he'd be a higher draft pick 
But then there's always whispers like behind the scenes that he actually dropped because he has a bad attitude and mm. um, that kind of those talks kind of came back. Like I said, in the playoffs when he was complaining about not getting the ball enough in his press conferences. So, you know, that, but that's his basketball. He, he could, you can have a different like basketball personality than you can uh, uh, as a, as a person, but the coronavirus conspiracy basically said the coronavirus was like a population control conspiracy. So that's big wrong. (laughs) We're getting a little crazy there. Yeah. That's, that just sounds like, you know, you're not actually reading anything factual. So, you know, you're spending too much time on the dark web. Yeah. I'm hoping he has, learned more and has gone past that i would hope that was like kind of midsummer that he had said those things so um yeah yeah definitely because we do i do want the best maddie i want you she you know she deserves that definitely So kind of an interesting in-house entertainment story here, but it was something that piqued our interest as two people who talk about pop culture for a living, as do all of these people. Page Six published an article this weekend saying that there is now a little bit of a in-house feud going on between the E! people and the Access Hollywood people. So Access Hollywood and E! News Uh, are now being forced to share a studio in LA because of massive restructuring of their parent company, which is NBC universal. So this quote is, is just hilarious. (laughs) The E people consider themselves to be the cool hip crowd who look down on access as being something of a fusty relic. According to an insider, fusty relic is great description. For example, you never see a story about, and also this is in parentheses, you would never see a parentheses story about far from trendy country star, and parentheses, Garth Brooks on E, but Access would lead with a Garth Brooks story. Major ricochet shot for Garth Brooks. Like this is, they're like, hey, E's way too cool to be talking about Garth Brooks and Access Hollywood would lead with the Garth Brooks story. Um, then page six wrote that. Meanwhile, we're told that access staffers consider themselves to have the more prestigious show because it airs on a broadcast network, NBC, rather than the cable channel E and look down on the E staff as being small time. <laughs> like what? I, I feel like this has got to be slightly made up, but even if it's not, and there is some truth to it, it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> It is absolutely hilarious, and I think that it's most definitely true because think yeah. about it. Of course, there's some drama with the networks. Immediately, immediately, I pictured the scene in Anchorman when all of the news networks are gathered for the brawl, right. and I am picturing. I said to Fran, "I said, Fran, you want to show up? You want to show up on the lot? Tell them, hey, we're the cool kids because if anyone wants to have a <laughs> cool contest in the entertainment, yeah, the entertainment world, Fran and I are going to win that, but." 
I do think it's hilarious that so funny. like the E news people think that they're cooler than Access Hollywood because I would agree with that. I, I would, so would I hundred percent. So would I that the E news people are way cooler than the Access Hollywood people just from on the outside looking in. I don't know all of them individually, but you know maybe maybe I'm you know I like yeah, E news. No, I like I, I, look, there, so maybe I'm going that side just yeah. because I, I know a few of them. And I like them. We but, like them. We watch them. And we don't, not that they're a fusty relic, but I don't really watch as much, you know, Access Hollywood or the, some of the, some of the um, network shows that are on during that, you know, 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. time frame. And I definitely think they are aimed toward an older generation yeah. than they are like some of the stuff that E! News does, you know, Daily Pop and Nightly Pop, things like that, E! News, like they are trying to keep that younger audience while like Access Hollywood and shows like that have never really had, you know, I feel like they were always more towards the older audience anyway. Yeah, I think that E! News does a really great job at trying to keep a young, a younger audience. And, you know, when I look at their stuff, I feel like they're speaking to me and my friends and I enjoy that. And that's why I follow e-news and really like e-news and just their Instagram and all of that stuff. I don't feel that connection to Access Hollywood. Of course, you know, there are some great people that work there and they do a really good job, but they are not, like you said, they're not catering to a younger crowd. They're just trying to get the stories out there. They're not putting their own little spin on it. I feel feel like lately, you know, revamped their stuff they're putting a funky spin on some shows i love nightly pop i think it's great there's obviously a lot of other shows there that they do that are great and they have young people giving their takes like like they're and it just relates to a younger crowd so of course they think they're cool they're also hanging out with the celebrities more they got the in with the kardashians of course they think they're cooler than the access hollywood people and it does kind of crack me up because I'm, I'm picturing like getting into the elevator and it's like Justin Sylvester and Mario Lopez being like, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. like you know, which is just, it's just a, a hilarious visualization. And, you know, page six finished kind of by saying, and now that they've been thrown together, we've told, we're told it's quote tense in the building as the two settle into a new pecking order so it's just like you probably one people think that they deserve more or have better treatment or, you know, should be considered the star show over the other shows and just a little battle in the entertainment industry. I kind of like keeping them, it. Keeping them fresh, keeping them yeah. on their toes. <laughs> I like it. And if I'm being honest, the last time I saw Mario Lopez on Access Hollywood, I laughed and turned the channel because I was like, I'm, this is too cheesy for me. So that's yeah, just my yeah, honest opinion about it. Gets a little cheesy for my liking. But I am here for a good old-fashioned network battle between these two. If they both fall down, right? And it's and it's funny because they it's conquer. they're they're the same. Like they're still yeah. both under NBC Universal. <laughs> so it's like, yes, they're on technically different networks, but they still all the way at the top have the same bosses. Listen. If they want to let us record in an L.A. studio with these two, I'm glad to show throw up. Us, throw us, <laughs> throw us in the ring. I want I want to get involved. <laughs> Talking words get drowned out by the sound. But let's get back to touching 
that seltzers have taken over. Everybody is drinking seltzers everywhere you turn. But now Coors has gotten in the game and you should be drinking Coors seltzers. And I'll tell you why. Because not only are they delicious, but you are helping restore America's rivers by drinking Coors seltzer. How is that possible? How could you possibly be doing that? Well, it's quite simple because now Coors Seltzer, with each 12-pack sold, are they restore 500 gallons of fresh water to the U.S. rivers and the communities that depend on them. I don't know if you guys know this, but 80% of America's rivers are drying up. So now Coors is partnering with Change the Course uh, to help protect and restore America's rivers. And the results, 1 billion with a B gallons, gallons of water restored to 16 river basins across the U.S. And that's just year one. So not only are you basically volunteering by drinking a core seltzer, guess what? They taste great too. They have four amazing flavors, black cherry, mango, lemon, lime, grapefruit, I've been drinking the black cherry this weekend. I've really been loving it. It's refreshing. It's cool. And how could you possibly hate having an alcoholic beverage that is helping our earth? It really is a, an amazing combination. So if you want to get into the action of, of helping out America's Rivers while having a good time drinking, it's so easy to just join the world's easiest volunteer program by simply drinking Coors Seltzer, you can volunteer to restore America's rivers. You buy Coors Seltzer, you help restore 500 gallons of water into America's rivers. Visit CoorsSeltzer.com to find Coors Seltzer near you. That's CoorsSeltzer.com to find out where to buy your Coors Seltzer. Because for every 12-pack sold through August 31st, 2021, Coors will purchase services from Change the Course to restore 500 gallons of fresh river water. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. And always remember to celebrate responsibly. It's coming from the Coors Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Cheers. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. The world's most refreshing podcast. Mm. (laughs) Yes. Chrissy Teigen has returned to social media after going through something so unimaginable that it it breaks my heart and we haven't even really touched on it on this show of how Chrissy and John had lost uh, their baby recently and had, had kind of taken a break and how that kind of blew up because of her sharing it on social media, but she did take a little bit of a break and on Saturday Betches had posted a, a tweet that had said, or, you know, a quote and said, just booked from someone named Cara Moorhart, which said, just booked an eyebrow waxing appointment. And I'm excited. I'll be wearing a mask. So I don't have to hear mustache too. (laughs) And they wrote in the caption, it's the little things. And Chrissy had commented, finally a giggle. Thank you. So I hope they feel pretty good about themselves because getting to be the ones to help Chrissy Teigen laugh again after everything she's been through is is a good feeling. And I just, I mean, my heart breaks for them that I still can't really fathom what they went through. Yeah, I agree. I can't imagine the situation they're in because obviously they're still dealing with, you know, the outcome of what had happened. And 
social media got really dark for them. Like people were going after Chrissy for posting the pictures of her life. And I think that's kind of like when we said in the beginning of this episode about World Mental Health Day and people getting, you know, the social media is is pretty bad for a lot of people's mental health because- One thing is that you see a lot of positive all the time. You just see a lot of positive and you think everyone's life is perfect. And then you start thinking that you're alone in in your situation. So I feel like what Chrissy Teigen did was show an inside look to something that real people deal with. It's a very real situation. And all of a sudden people are, oh, why are you sharing this? Don't you want to have this private moment here? Well, if she can share all the happy moments that happen in her life, then why can't she share the bad share the bad moments where she wants to be honest and transparent and maybe her post helped a lot of people who had gone through the same thing and seeing somebody like her post about it and tell her true feelings can definitely help somebody so i feel like people were just unnecessarily rude not really their place to just be like why are you why do you care that she's posting it is it ruined is it is your day ruined or are you going to think about how she's doing in this situation like Really, you're getting, you know, it, it's it's yeah. insane how people treat them. And I feel like Chrissy Teigen is always, always dealing with something on social media in general. But I think taking a break was probably best case scenario for her. And I think more breaks in the future are probably the way for her to go. Because she gets, she gets a lot of hate and she gets worked up. And obviously, you know, everyone's been in that situation on social media. But it's, you know, it's not worth it sometimes. So I'm glad that she took the break and, and you know, but I also enjoy her. So I'm glad that she came back as well. It's a, it's a tough situation to navigate. It, it is. And, you know, one of the great, one of the greatest things about social media and when social media started at, at its, at the root of it was getting to share life moments with people that you care about. And it obviously has taken on an entirely different tone and light on some, on certain things now, but our lives are not perfect all the time. And she has always been very open with sharing her life and posting about her life. So when I saw that it made sense almost that she shared that because she has always been very open with her life and hoping that she connects with people and people can uh, relate to her story. And you gotta just, you gotta just respect someone's decision while they're in that grieving period of their lives. They just went through a life altering event where they will never be the same. And the only correct response in that situation is to, you know, send your love and, and, and prayers to her and her family and not think like, like, Oh man, why'd she have to put like, if that helps her, maybe that's what she needed to do. So yeah, I think that it's hard. Too many people are telling people how to grieve lately. You know, we saw with the Naya Rivera situation and her ex-husband and sister and everyone was like, oh, that's so weird. We see it with this Chrissy Teigen situation. It's like, who are you to tell people how to deal with this grieving process? Everybody does it in a different way. And if this is the comfortable way for them to do it, then let them do it. I, Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's good that she's back and 
hopefully the break helped her out a little bit. Exactly. I just really, you know, want nothing but the best for her and her family. And hopefully things start to get a little bit easier. I guess there's just really no right way to uh, go through something like that. It's so incredibly awful, like losing their, their son that, that far along. And so many women have dealt with things like that and you don't see it talked about as much. So you hope that maybe it creates more of an open dialogue about these things, but no matter what she does, it comes with an immense amount of criticism on social media. So it's always, always hard to decide what's the quote unquote right way for her to be on social media. Yeah, exactly. There is no right way. It's kind of just do whatever you want. Yep. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of Chicks in the Office. But before we go, I do have something I want to address to all of our sweet, sweet listeners out there. I need to make a formal apology. I said that Cabernet Sauvignon was a sweet wine. (sighs) It is not a sweet wine. It's not even close to being a sweet wine. And people were more upset about that than you'd think. And they, they wanted to stop. I don't even remember you saying that. When we, when we did the bachelorette bios. Yeah. People yeah. were, they were debating on stop and listen to the show. Cause I said, Captain wow. was a, was a sweet wine. And you know what? I'm, I'm fucking sorry. I, <laughs> I did not, I know nothing about wine. I just drink it. You know, yep. I just, I drink Francia and I love it. And that's really it. You know, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know what's dry. I don't know what's sweet. I just know what I like. And yeah, I'm sorry. We're not for that slip up. We're not perfect. We're all human, yeah. as some yeah. would say. Yeah. <laughs> We're all human. <laughs> but, anyways, everybody, have a fantastic week. We're going to talk to you on Wednesday and again Friday. This is amazing. More Brie and Fran, more chicks in the office, more Noah. He speaks up a little bit coming (laughs) every monday wednesday friday we love you guys speak to you soon oh and we will be live 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 on doing it live yeah on youtube the chicks in the office youtube right after the bachelorette every week starting with the premiere so right after the episode is over go to the chicks in the office youtube it will be myself ria kelly keeks trent as we kick off Cutting Stems, the after show. I feel it through my shoes. They used to call that the blues. Now they call it depression. Everywhere I go, yes, I get to feel so low if I got depression.
I hardly leave my room Most days I sleep till noon If I got depression Most folks think I'm fine But the truth is I'm surprised I've got depression That's called progression. 